0: Love
1: Talk Radio. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, what, The Madden Voice, 3, 2,
2: 1, now. And I am back, it's me, Commissioner T. We are live on The Madden Voice. Show number two, preseason is underway. Hall of Fame game. My Dallas Cowboys got a great, great win. Look out. Here comes the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm joking. Preseason game means absolutely nothing. Hall of Fame game means absolutely nothing. But we are going to talk about the NFL Hall of Fame. Did you watch the uh, speeches? And, you know, what was your take on that? We're going to talk about that. I got a couple things to say about it. you You know, it's kind of corny, you know. But it's a big deal. And our owner, Dallas copy owner Jerry Jones, got in along with Kurt Warner, LT, and you know several other players. So we're gonna we're gonna check out. We're gonna talk about the Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about the, really the big topic. Um, came out of nowhere. Unfortunately, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill uh, uh, hurt himself, and the um, yeah, word isn't clear on on uh, the extent of his injury. But the Miami Dolphins have signed Jay Cutler. If you follow the Madden Voice, you know how I feel about Jay Cutler. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the undefeated top 50 athletes. I'm sorry, top 50 black athletes. There is a name conspicuously absent from this list. We're going to talk about that tonight. So if you want to hear about the Hall of Fame, if you want to hear about Jay Cutler, if you want to talk about um, the undefeated list, check out the Madden Voice. Go to my homepage just scroll up. You'll see my video. How you doing, everybody? And then underneath it, there's four or five links. Any one of those links will bring you to the Madden Voice Live. And the good news is, tonight, we've got a full house. So everybody that's on Facebook Live, love you guys. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the comments. I hope you guys can join us on the show. If you like the show, check it out. Tell a friend. If you don't like the show, tell me. We'll make it better for you. So, I'm going to go and introduce my co host say goodbye to Facebook Live, but I will be back next week. We're going to do this for the next few weeks, just to give you guys a little something to look forward to, because I know y'all like looking at me. I like looking at me. But anyway, all right, everybody, the Madden Voice, going live, introduce my co host Join us now. Click on the link. You can do it from any device you have: your computer, your smartphone, your tablet, your Roku. You know, hey, hey. okay, maybe not your Roku. But anyway, you can do it from any device you have. Come check me out. Thanks a lot for all the love. Commissioner T, Santana out. Gonna click over live to the Madden Voice. Everybody, take care. All right. And of course, as everybody out there knows, I don't do this alone. And I'm glad to say that I have a full house tonight. Start with. We're going to start with the guy who's been doing this with me longer than everybody, the man with the Ph.D., the EAFL Super 1 champion, Dr. Train. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Thank you,
0: T.
3: I don't know if I like looking at you, but I haven't even seen you before, so. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I do like listening to you, so I'm here. <laughs> You know, it's, you know, one of these days we're going to meet, brother. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. To. To. It's going to have to, man. It's only been like 10 years. Just saying. But anyway, um, next will be maybe arguably the most controversial member of the crew. Former Madden, Madden champion, Ollie Quick on the sticks, and of course, a proud daddy. Got to throw that in there. K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice.
4: Happy to be here, fellas, and you know the controversy that that, that name got a little bit or, or that claim got a little bit uh, softened when you bring up the daddy thing, which I'll definitely take any day. I'm definitely daddy for you now. So,
2: yeah, I dude, I did bring you up and then I brought you back down. Like controversy, but he's I a new daddy. That. <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of a daddy, the man formerly from Bristol, Connecticut, now down in the big ATL father in his own rights. Everybody calls him the voice of reason. I just call him my younger brother. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice.
0: What's going on, fellas. We are back at it again. What's happening?
2: Yeah, you. Yeah. brother Jay? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Hey, good to have a full house. Hey, you know what? One of the things we're going to do this year a little bit differently, we're jumping right into it. Okay, good, good, good evening, and let's rock and roll. I want to start with the topic of the day, and I have been
1: waiting, I have been waiting
2: to talk about this, but even more on this one, on this topic here, I have to defer to the Chicago Bear diehard, to the man that bleeds Monsters of the Midway. This man is the number one Chicago Bears fan walking the face of the earth, okay? This guy loves the Bears so much. When he played Madden, his name was Stop the Train. We're talking about our own Dr. Train. Get it? Stop the Train? Dr. Train? Y'all get the connection? So he knows Jay Cutler better than all of us put together. Dr. Train... Jay Cutler did a press conference. He's coming out of the Fox booth before he even gets into the booth. And the Miami Dolphins signed him to a one-year contract. You know Jay Cutler. You know Adam Adam Gase. What are your thoughts on the signing of Jay Cutler?
3: All right, so first, when I answer this, let me give my initial fan answer uh, if I was a Miami uh, Dolphins fan. Uh, it's more like, what the – did we really just sign this dude? As bad as he played for Chicago, every Dolphins fan around the entire planet, maybe not all of them, but a good high percentage of them had to be sick to the stomach knowing that, damn, that dude is about to be our quarterback. Mind you, (laughs) he did have his best statistical. Let's make sure we put that in quote one, folks. Statistical season under Adam Gase. He also played for Adam. Played under Adam Gates back in uh, back in Denver, a long time ago, when he first came into. But that still does not replace the lack of a field general that he folded into. Before he as in Chicago. That dude did not play like he wanted to win, and I am curious, like. You got Jamar, Jamar, You got uh, Jermon Bushrod hopping up like, yeah, he's a good locker guy. Who gives a damn about him being a locker guy? Is he a field general? Can he march you down? Can he kick you in a game all four quarters? Can he not cough it up on a shoestring tackle? Can he not throw to a quadruple-covered receiver? Dude, uh, I... I, don't, I I don't know how the players really feel on there, but I listened to the first take this morning because I was like, I got to hear what Stephen A. has to say about this, mainly because I know he actually do talk to the players, but everybody ain't happy. <laughs> I need people to understand that. Everybody's not happy about this dude. Definitely not Matt Moore. You know what I'm saying? But even the other receivers like, yeah, you're going to have to put up with the way this guy carries himself. On the field, and it's a different one. Uh, point that uh, Max made, i believe it was Max made that made sense. The dude has not even been working out. Like he was not mm. looking to come back to play football. Like at all none. He's like, I'm, I'm good, and it's like a month before game time and he's supposed to be in football shape. And then I hear one of my coworkers tell me, because I didn't catch all of his press conferences, that this dude said, Well, you know, you don't need to be in all great cardio shape.
1: Fool so, and Gummick and Sue chased
3: you for like over half your career in Chicago. What you need? you what you mean you don't need to be in cardio shape? So damn it you don't Hey hey
2: all hey, hey, hey hey, Trent. this
0: offensive line is not right. the greatest.
2: Hey, hey Trey I wanna I wanna take a minute and just encapsulate that point right there I don't want you to run from that Point right there Okay I, I saw the press conference And The point he made the po- What he said was um, I'm trying to remember, uh, He said I'm a Quarterback So I don't have to have Great cardio And then he said I'll be fine that, Now Now now, let's just now who, who, who's the owner? Is it uh Hizenga, I believe. Wayne Hyzenga is the owner of the of the Miami Dolphins, I believe, right? Um who, who are you talking about? Isn't it hi, isn't it the the owner of the Dolphins? Isn't it Haizenga? Oh. Is he the, the principal no, owner?
0: Not anymore. Steven Steven um oh what's his name. It it used to be um uh, but he sold it. it. I can't remember his name. But Steven somebody
2: Okay, um, so let's Stephen, just say you're... Steven who? That's who? Rob, okay. So, so Steven Rob. Now, can you just imagine, you just wrote a check for $10 million, and you're starting quarterback, and presumably this guy's probably going to be your guy for the year. That's all indications are Tannehill's probably done for the year. There's, nothing's confirmed yet, but you know how these injuries are, especially these non-contact injuries. We all know. We done seen it a million times. He's done. Something's blown. Something's torn. You know, this ain't this ain't a, this ain't a pulled muscle. Okay, he's done. You just signed a check ten million dollars, and your quarterback on national TV gets up there and says, "Well, I really don't have to be in good cardio shape because I'm a quarterback."
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean,
2: I mean, K Star. Let me pull you in real quick, K Star. You've got you've got Big Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. We've entered Ben into the Four Horsemen. He's got two Super Bowls. We would all take Ben on our team. I kind of like Dak, but I take Ben in a heartbeat. Can you imagine Ben standing up there and saying, I really don't have to be in good shape. I don't have to be in good cardio. K-Star, what's wrong with this man? Help me, K-Star.
4: That's just classic Jay Cutler, I guess. I mean, that's why there's so many memes on the Internet of him as smoking Jay Cutler because he just seems like he just doesn't care half the time, you know? And he, <laughs> it's silly. Uh, yeah. No, big band would never do that. No hall of fame type caliber player who took their position seriously would, would, would say such a thing, even if they thought that themselves, they, that's that little professionalism that Jay Cutler has eluded throughout his tenure and career so far in the NFL. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't get it. JB. It's, help us out here. You're the voice of reason, right? You're, you're, you're. You know, I'm the emotional one, right? I'm the animated one. You know, a, a, a tad bit opinionated when it comes to sports. No jokes, JB. You've known me my whole life. No joke. No jokes. No, no jokes from the peanut gallery on that one. You're the voice of reason. Can you help me? Can you, can you help me here? Shut up, Train. Can you help me here, please? Help me out. <laughs>
0: You want to dial a lifeline because it's a proud only help you're going to get. I mean, let's start as though we'll, we'll back it up and let's, let's we'll be real. Let's back it up. Number one, none of us are surprised by this. We really shouldn't be. This pretty much validates that time when he was hurt in the playoffs and he basically sat down with the towel over his head just riding the bicycle because he had a, a slightly poor muscle. We all were like, well, where's the heart? Well, he comes up talking about, oh, I'm going to be in any good shape. I'm a quarterback. Now, granted, it's not like to do with running sub 4 4s or anything like that, but it's not even the cardio shape. It's getting into the football mentality. You still got to throw the football, you still got to get your arm loose. He hasn't done anything all off season. He's been chilling. He's been like us be at the beach, he ain't doing nothing. So for him to come out and actually say it shouldn't be a shock to anybody. It should be more of a uh, kind of a strike against the owner since hey, you brought that up. To give the guy $10 million and $3 million in, in potential bonuses for a total of $13 million, um, you, you really want to pay a guy of this caliber who's had uh, a less than 2 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio in his career for all but three seasons, 500 or lower. And, and Trane, you're right, he's had Adam Gates as his coach in the past, not just that one good season. So, you add all of that up and you put it in the oven, you're going to really think that it's going to bake into a, a winning record for the year. Now, granted, they've got a good defense, a good running game, but he's still that field general. And, and trained. all the points you said, man, brother, you was, was on it. You was on it. So, to sum it up, I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. But it still is disappointing because now you're looked upon as the leader of this team and you're almost saying, I'm basically better than y'all. I don't have to really do all that stuff or worry about it. I'm good. Don't worry about me. I just gonna sit back and do my thing. No, no, we gotta get too far we too for that kind of stuff. You just to you don't really need to be in shape with my quarterback. Okay, when them defensive linemen and them ends come rushing you, and and the guy your left tackle with, see how much in shape you don't need to be in there. you get that helmet planted right between your vertebrae. Let's see how much shape you wish you was in then. Have to release the ball real quick. See how much shape you wish you was in then. Period.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um you know, and I and I I also have to give kudos to Dr. Train because, you know, unlike some people on this show, on the Madden Voice, and by the way, anybody wanna call in, three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. Again, that's three four seven eight three eight nine five two five if you want to call it you want to tweet us go to at the madden voice send us a message or go to our facebook page the madden voice you can post something right there we're always on it we're always monitoring um you know train and i remember years ago when we were doing the show and i was attacking Jake cutler you were defending him you didn't see it you didn't agree and then you came around <laughs> and I remember we came on the air, and, and you said, "T, I can't defend him anymore. It, it's just, it's over." And, and and I appreciate the fact that you 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 realized it. And um, you know, there's another guy on the show, <laughs> sorry, who just it takes he just doesn't really you know he doesn't get it. Um, He sticks by his position on things and he goes down with the ship, you know, but, but, but train, you got it. You understand it. And um, I I think, I think that's, that's a kudos to you. Um, This guy, let's just, let's just, let me, let me just, let me just put it on out there. This guy's a joke. He's been a joke for a long time. Um, And I bet Bill Belichick and, and, you know, the the Patriots are sitting over there saying, (laughs) Ah, uh, you guys thought they were going to the <laughs> I can just see Bill Belichick oh and Tom Brady sitting so, in the office somewhere, laughing with with a little with like a little like let's let's crack open a bottle of scotch on this one, guys. This, this is some funny shit. Uh, you to say something? So
4: yeah, so you know the, the first question was about his presser: was it good or, or was it not? And clearly, it wasn't. But the question then we should ask ourselves was a good signing. I actually think it was because you have to look at it relative to the quarterback market and you have to remember, again, it's not like it's a great position to defend Jay Cutler, but look what happened last year in Minnesota, right? Teddy Bridgewater went out for the entire season in the preseason, and what they have to do. They traded a first round pick for an average quarterback in Sam Bradford. So if you were to compare those two uh, scenarios, Miami came out pretty good. And at the very least, at least uh, you know Cutler is someone that does have experience in, in Gase's system, so it made sense from a uh, football perspective. And I mean, honestly, what Gase did with with Cutler train, I mean, did that or did that not get him that job in Miami? You know, it did. And we have to acknowledge that it's easy to make fun of Jay Cutler, and certainly he doesn't help himself by acting the way he in which he does. But I mean, looking at his 2015 season, just running through some of these uh, stats that you did in your nerdy, cute voice, I mean, that was his, his first uh, – he was first in his best career rating, quarterback rating, of his 10-year career. His first in qu- uh, fourth quarter comebacks that season, second completion percentage, second yards per attempt. So, I mean, when he played in Gates' system, clearly he was effective. And when you insert him into Miami, that does have a pretty good roster. I don't know that he needs to be a leader there. They have a Domkin Sue. They have some guys already who are established and have been on the roster. I don't know if they need to look at him as a leader. I think when you look at those factors, it becomes a more okay signing rather than the initial, oh, my God, Jay Cutler.
2: You had some valid points up until you said, I don't believe he has to be a leader there. Everything else you said, uh, I thought of. Z, Z, Z. Everything else you said. No, no, Hold on. Everything else you said makes sense. He had his best year under Gates. You know, his performance helped Gates get that job. He knows the system. It's already, you know, first week of August is down. Football starts in a month. You don't have to teach him the system. All, that, all of that, absolutely. Absolutely. From Adam Gates's position, absolutely. Makes sense. Yep. But I'm just talking yep. about... I'm talking about looking at this from a football eye. And then when you go and say, but he don't have to be a leader. I'm sorry. You well, uh, say on the bad voice, head coach and quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah, the but they were a pretty good a combo.
1: Yeah, but the quarterback got to be a leader in this
2: league, though. That, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it more moment that. But- no man, it, it come on. You tell me a successful case in the NFL and the quarterback for the I'll wait. Well, this is a fr- this is a fringe
4: this is a fringe case, right? How often does this happen? And not too often, and not there's not too many success stories because of it. And that's why I'm arguing that they shouldn't look at him to be the leader. He's he's the newcomer. He's the noob. You know, Dawkins has been on that team for a few seasons. He's a dominant uh, figure in on that team. So I'm saying, you know, I agree with you in most standard situations, but this is this is outside the, the, the norm and how a person's integrated or brought into what's a team. Like, what's, the norm? what's the norm? I've let, let so, let the, let the, been with them in training camp in, in spring, no TAs, you know, it, not emergency situation. Like, this doesn't happen too often.
2: Well, they made the choice to do that because clearly they're not pleased with the depth and quarterback on their roster. Um, yeah. So that, that that makes it – that makes it the norm because you have the option of you can look at your depth chart, you can look at your practice squad and promote somebody, or you can go sign somebody. So signing quarterbacks off the street is very common. Signing quarterbacks uh, you know, from other teams is very common. I think the only thing that's unusual here is Jay Cutler had retired and accepted a job outside the NFL. So that makes it a little unusual. But you mean to tell me that if Dak Prescott goes down that everyone in the world isn't expecting Tony Romo to get a call at CBS? I mean, you're gonna go with the person you think you're most comfortable with, so I think it's very, very normal. I mean he just retired, do oh, like he's been out of the league for five years. He just he played last season. But but, but here's my problem. He is no leader. And I don't believe that there is a situation in the NFL that we can point to in recent years where a quarterback that we would consider not to be a leader has been successful. I mean, look at the Dallas Cowboys from a year ago. The number one quarterback goes down. The number two quarterback goes down. The number three quarterback plays, but he doesn't play that well. They went to the number four rookie on their death chart, and he took the starting job. And by all accounts, was the leader of that team. Watch his press conferences. Watch how he handled that team. With the biggest spotlight, arguably, in sports on you. Quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. There aren't many bigger spots than that in all of sports. Just forget football. In all of sports. This guy was a rookie. And he stepped up. And, yes, he played well. But he was also a leader on that team. So much a leader that your franchise quarterback, who is healthy, never got back on the field and is now retired and was going to be in the booth competing against Jay Cutler. So the leadership thing is critical, in my opinion. Obviously, you got to be able to play the game, but leadership is critical, and I think that's where Jay Cutler fails miserably. And to me, let me tell you all something. Now, yeah, I'm about I'm about, to, I'm about to, I'm about to come out of left field, and I hope y'all are with me. Let me just, let me just make sure you guys are all here. Do we have Doctor Train? Are you with me? Yeah, I'm back, man. All right, JB, are you with me? Yep, I'm listening. K Star, are you with me? Oh, I'm here. I'm okay. with you. Don't take so long to answer, man. I ain't, you know, answer my question, bro. It's taking so long. had <laughs> to build all up right? suspense. All right. I'm going to tell y'all, we talk about leadership. Y'all want to know, y'all want to know, the top, where, where I go and I say this person right here, that's a leader we could all follow. All right. Now, y'all going to laugh, but it's the truth. I'm trying to tell you. Watch Captain Kirk on Star Trek. Watch Captain Kirk on Star Trek. I'm trying to tell you, watch his leadership abilities. I, honest to God, I want to, I, and, and Dr. Train, me and I, I don't have a Ph.D., brother, but I do have a master's, okay? You and I may have to get together. you got the Ph.D., brother. You you're a little higher up on that, well, actually a lot higher up on that academic uh, uh, org chart than I am, so I would defer to you, my brother. We may have to talk. Someone should do an analysis of the leadership skills demonstrated by James T. Kirk on Star Trek. Now, y'all may laugh. People out in the audience may laugh. What does that have to do with sports? Let's do a leadership. Watch his leadership abilities when you watch any episode of Star Trek. Now, do any of you guys watch I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. I'm going to bring it back to Jay Cutler in a second, so anybody listening out there, don't go and, like, say, oh, this guy's off on a Star Trek bench. Forget it. No, no, I'm going somewhere with this. Um, do any of you guys watch Star Trek?
0: Never, never okay, okay. You mean so, show, you mean the show show growing up? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: You mean the original show growing there. up? Yeah. yeah I, on I, TV. I, I watched it back when I was young. Yeah. I don't I don't like it more, but I all right, all right. it. okay. So I'm gonna
2: ask you I'ma ask you this. I'ma ask you this. I'm gonna see if any of you guys know the answer. What is his top concern? What is the thing he cares about more? James Kirk, what is the thing he cares about number one on that show? The ship? The crew? The ship number one, the crew number two. Why the ship? Because that's their home. That's their home base. That's his ship. Secondly, the crew. He will in a second give himself up for anybody on his crew. Anybody on his crew. Watch in a second, take me, spare my crew. That's a direct quote from James T. Kirk. Take me, spare my crew. Okay? Now let me wrap that back to Jay Cutler. You think Jay Cutler gives a – he goes on national TV today to announce, be announced as the running quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, a team that made the playoffs a year ago. A team that some
1: people think can compete with the Patriots this year,
2: with some of the things that they've done, and and watch the press conference. Watch the press conference later tonight, tomorrow, over the weekend. Get around to watch his body language. Look at the picture that I put up as part of the Madden Voice. The indifference, the 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 same body language and face on the sideline of, of the Bears. The same one. Okay? I want you guys to watch that and tell me where his priorities lie. Because Jay Cutler's priority is not the team. It's not his teammates. It's not even a sport. Jay Cutler's priority is himself. And he had to be talked into Coming back by his wife Who probably said Ever want any of this And y'all know what I'm talking about Again
1: You better get back
2: And make that money You better get back out there CBS is going I mean uh, Fox is going to pay you about 2 million 3 million These guys are giving you 10 million You better get out there and get that 10 million dollars I don't see it K-Star You make some good points brother I don't see it. I'm gonna go back to train. Train any final words on your former quarterback Jay Cutler.
3: So let me let me let me close this out because my phone start jangling, so I missed some of what K Star said, but I, I think I got the pretty much of it. Everything you said is right, but the one thing that I can speak towards you that honestly the three of y'all can't speak towards to do is that I watched this dude play every single game. And to, to go back to your point that you made earlier about me defending him early on, I'm telling you, I will always stick to that. That was a different dude when he first came to Chicago. When he first came to Chicago, I could live with Jay Cutler throwing interceptions and having turnovers because I could watch the game and I'm like, this dude is trying. This dude is trying so hard. We don't have weapons. This dude is trying. You know what I'm saying? But ever since Ever since that, that playoff incident, things started to go downhill. And I defended him one more year after that, and then here go the next year. I see a different dude. I'm telling you, when it comes to just being a field general, when it comes to just getting the job done, here we talked about a guy that, had all, that always has all this potential. Why can't you ever top 4,000 yards? Every other quarterback tops 4,000 yards. Why can't you put, be consistent? You know what I'm saying? Just play consistently. You got all this potential. So it's like even they paid $10 million for all this possible potential just because he, quote, unquote, played well under Adam Gates? Dude, when it comes time, when the lights turn on, you, all, 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 you, all you're getting is empty wishes of what you wish, of how you wish he, could, he would play. I don't see it. It's not going to last long just the longevity of the season. He may even have some hot moments because that's what he did for Chicago. But you're not going to get this consistent field general, and it's damn sure not going to be worth worth $10 million. At at, at some point, I think I'd rather just ride with Matt Moore because at least I know this dude is home. Jay Cutler is not home. Homey for what? Nothing. He's going up against New England twice a year, for God's sake, and they are, like, ecstatic because that defense is about to eat him alive. Good luck, Miami.
2: Adam Gates, I hope you don't lose your job over this. <laughs> you know, Train, I forgot that Matt Moore was the backup. Um Matt Moore's not a bad quarterback. Um, we had him in Dallas. Two and one um, to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Two and one yeah. to get him to the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I totally that good you know, as as our brains get back into football shape, um, I gotta start remembering all the teams and the players and all that, and I totally forgot it was Matt Moore. Matt Moore's not a bad quarterback. Um Matt Moore could probably start uh, for half a dozen teams in this league, to, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, wow. Train, train.
4: so r- real quick, I gotta, I, ha- I have to call you out on something, right? So I get that Cutler isn't a leader. I acknowledge that. However, I do think there's a little bit of quote-unquote hunger in him for this reason, right? He literally left the NFL to, to go into the broadcast. He left his job for another job, right? And he said that he would only play under Adam Gates. So I think that in this scenario, in this instance, he might be more motivated than he normally would because he's a coach that he's familiar with, who he actually likes to play for and was willing to play for rather than move on to the next phase of his of his career. Okay. I
3: will I'll, I'll accept that. Let me... Let me, let me.
0: They got the train before you answer Because I know you'll have a lot more to say Than than I will but let me get a little bit of that That meat off the bone real quick Because there's there's a couple things here (laughs) that that I got An issue with one you say That he left his job To go to the booth did he leave his job Or did no one just call him So that's a big difference and I believe No one really called him And that's huge And you talk about hunger well If he was so hungry why did he come back he came back under the premise that he was going to be the starter. And that was the only reason why he came back. It was a starter, old bus, and it had to do with the money. Because if they told him you're going to come back and back up Matt Moore, he ain't coming back. If he's all about competition, all right, prove that you're the better quarterback. Prove that you're better than Matt Moore. You know the offense, just like Matt Moore does. You got more time in the league. You got a coach that knows you, and you know him. Why not compete for the job day? Why have to have it under a certain set of criteria as on the way to come back? So that's why I have an issue with this whole hunger thing because I really don't think he truly is hungry because if you want to compete, that's where that hunger comes from, and he's trying to make everything be about the certain criteria before I even step on the field.
3: And uh, let me just add on to the voice of reason. I, I thought we talked sometimes. It just makes so much sense. I don't see this hunger. That, like I said, like I said before, I reiterate this last this last point. Here is a quarterback that was supposed to have all this potential. I need you to understand. He's not supposed to be an average dude. Even the stats that that he was great. There was there was there were decent under under Adam Gates when he was in Chicago. K-Star, it was average. He didn't even break 4K. He didn't even get close to 30 touchdowns. It was Now, Mind you, we had injuries, but still, you're supposed to be the piece to take Chicago over the hump. You're supposed to be the dude that we are missing a quarterback and we hit the nail on the coffin with this one. He never, ever turned into that guy. So, even if he come back and plays decent under Adam Gates, it's not going to be enough for Miami to do what? Get their ass whipped by New England every time they turn around? Get knocked out the playoffs first round? Mind you, you think he's going to beat those Steelers? Let me hear you. That's what I thought, cricket. So don't give me about nothing about hunger. He going to be hungry as hell to leave the league once he gets get his ass whipped this season. It's not there, dog. I've watched him play too many years to sit there and be like, yep, yeah, he on Adam Gates. He's going to be good. No, I don't see it. It's got to shock me.
2: You know, and I, I want to I add, I, I add one comment on the hunger thing, K-Star. Um, when, when you come out on national TV and said your wife had to talk you into playing, there's no hunger there. <laughs> you know, there, there's no hunger there. You know, I, I just, I don't see the hunger at all. So um, when you watch his press conference, one of the main issues I've had with him was his indifferent attitude. Same, you know, I have similar issues with, with uh, Cam Newton and his sideline performance when they're losing. It's just, I don't see anything that demonstrates hunger. I see a guy that came to get a paycheck. Now, mind you, I love money. <laughs> All right, y'all know y'all know what I do by day. I'm a banker. Okay, I love money. Okay, I love making it. I love spending it. Love money. Love money. Love money. Love me some money. Okay, let's just keep it real. Um, so I ain't against someone going out and making ten million, but show some show that hunger that K starts talking about. I want to see it, dude. I want to come on here and I want to say I was wrong. I'm a football fan by heart, you know. I want to come on here and say, man, look at what Jay Cutler did. I want Jay Cutler to go on there. I want Jay Cutler. Y'all, y'all ever watch? Y'all ever watch wrestling? Anybody ever watch? I know sure. JB, you've watched More. in the past. All right, wrestling. Yeah, y'all ever sure. see Gold, Y'all ever see Goldberg come to the ring? Yep. Y'all ever see Goldberg? I want to see. I want to see Jay Cutler come to the press conference like Goldberg walking to the ring. I want to see him come and snort and raw and you know. I, now you're showing. I I'm exaggerating a bit, but now you're showing me hunger. I want to get. I want to hear him say, "I think I left this game too soon. I left something out there in that field. I've got something to prove." A lot of talk about me after I retired, and I know every one of y'all out there that has something to say about me when I retired. I know all y'all out there that had something to say about me when I took the contract to go to Fox Sports. I know y'all said I wasn't good anymore. I didn't have the right attitude. I wasn't competitive. I wasn't a leader. Well, you know what? I got another chance to prove you all wrong. I can't wait for opening day. Ryan, get well soon, brother. But right now, this is my team. And watch what I do. Now I would have sat up. I would have said,
1: what the hell? Jay Cutler, come on with your bad self.
2: No, instead, then, he's, running his, he's running his fingers through his hair. And, he, you know, my wife had to talk me into playing again. My wife, she said, you better go out there and play. And I'm really not in football shape, but I'm a quarterback, so it really doesn't matter. And, you know, uh, uh, huh? what? <laughs> so you wanted him to
4: have a WWE presser and rip his shirt off at the end to conclude it. I wanted him to shake the
2: damn the gym podium like the <laughs> old man.
1: That's what I wanted.
2: That's what the heck I wanted, man. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I wanted. I didn't I get that. I got you. That's what I wanted, and I didn't. I didn't get it, man. This is what. This, hey, I'm ready. Hey, Jay Cutler, here. Watch it. Jay Cutler, we're gonna announce Jay Cutler to the podium. <laughs> Cutler's running to the podium right now. He's running around the podium three, four times. He's flexing. He's ripping off his shirt.
1: He's screaming, Ah!
2: All right, that's enough. That's the ultimate warrior theme for those of you oh, out there that, that, that the wrestling. That's beautiful. Well, I
0: wanted to shake the ropes, man. I was getting amped up over here. I'm glad we're not on live TV. I look like a fool right now. Or, right. right. hey, hope
1: hey you while, we, the
0: ropes.
2: Damn it, while we're on this
1: rope, if we don't want to do that, you want to
2: be smooth, you know what I'm saying? Watch. he come out to this theme. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine if he came all, out you know. in an NW, NWO shirt talking about there's a new world crazy. order in Miami? You with know what With a cigarette saying? in his mouth.
4: With a cigarette Wait, in his mouth. Playing up
2: to the meme. Play
0: up to the meme. He to come out with, with some DX intro. That's really
2: mean. Yeah. And then he want to
4: suck it. He does believe in him.
2: Now listen... All of you people out there listening, have I lost my mind a little bit? I love football. Yes, I have. I'm being extreme to make a point. The man shows no emotion. The man is very indifferent. He showed it the last few years. You heard Dr. Train. Dr. Train is the bear guru on this panel. He, knows, he done forgotten more about the Chicago Bears than I will ever know, okay? And he's telling you I've seen every game this guy's played, and this is how he went out. And I'm just saying, if you know that because we're saying it, other pundits are saying it, and you get up there in a press conference, then, okay, granted, this is a bit extreme, but what are you going to do? Maybe you do come in in a T-shirt that says, um, go ahead and doubt me or something. Stir it up a little bit. Show them, hey, I hear what you're saying. I'm on a mission this year to prove you wrong. Okay, you know what? Then our analysis would be a little bit different. Then I'd be sitting back saying, you know what? Let's give Jay Cutler a chance. Let's see what he's going to do this year because he's heard the criticism and he's addressed it. Instead, you know, I, 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 I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. And, you know, my wife said, you better go play again or she's not going to give me any. So, you know, I'm going to play and I don't really have to be in good shape because I'm a football player and I'm a quarterback and I don't have to be in good shape. And, um, you know, so thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. Last, last part of this topic. I have to go here because I can. There's a guy out there with a big afro that didn't get signed. Hasn't got signed. We talked about last week. They, proved, they pulled Jay Cutler out of the booth for all of the reasons that K-Star mentioned, and Colin Kaepernick is still sitting on the sideline unemployed. JB, am I wrong, or is there a problem here?
0: Uh, this is absolute lunacy now. It really is, and tying everything back in the bowl with Cutler. You, you think about you got these two quarterbacks out there, and everybody talks about well, Kaepernick wearing the Fidel Castro shirt and, and kneeling down, and you know, we're going to go with the safe bet of Cutler, who's played in the system before. And you know what? I'm sorry, this is still blasphemy at its highest level. It, the the fact that Number one, you sign Jay Cutler to $10 million, uh, potentially another $3 million on top of that, is utterly disappointing. But what adds to it and what got my eye was the, the Dolphins were also considering Kyle Orton and Tim Tebow. they are going to take those two guys and put him basically in the same classifications as Kaepernick. And still don't even give Kaepernick a tryout. I'm at a loss for words now because if you were to at least give him a tryout and you saw that he wasn't up to snuff, then fine. That I get it. But to group him with those two guys, and we're not even going to rag on either one of them, just, just, we, we'll be here all day and night. I mean, uh, Train, you could say all you want with Orton because he was a former uh, a Bears quarterback. And see you know, he was a former Cowboy quarterback. Back up, way back up, and then t below We can go on for years being a group him with those two and not give him a trial. Uh, there's nothing else for me to say about it. It's ridiculous. It is, it is just absolutely ridiculous that he is not getting a fact the football perspective because of some ancillary things that were important but we're not breaking the rules. He didn't get anybody in trouble. He wasn't arrested or anything like that. And to this day, August 8th, still not signed lunacy. <laughs>
2: Anybody else have a thought on the, on the yeah, on yeah. Kaepernick the still park. sitting on the let sideline? Let me destroy this. Let me let me
4: destroy this right now. In regards to my in regards to Miami, Colin Kaepernick did himself no favors by showing up to Miami with the Fidel Castro shirt. They have a huge contingency of Miami fans who are Cuban Americans. So you have a guy who's sitting there saying oppression, this oppression of America, only to wear a shirt supporting a guy who actually was one of the biggest oppressors in all of the world history. So, first of all, it's tough for them to swallow that pill. Second of all, you mentioned three names. You mentioned Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, and lastly, Tim Tebow. What do all three have in common? They all played under Adam Gase. So that was the direction they were going with. Oh, in the terms of Miami, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but they're obviously clearly looking for someone that had experience within the system,
2: clearly. That was the basis.
4: <clears throat> so, first not of all, a, not a did themselves no favor in,
2: in Not a guy that played in a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, guys I'm sorry, Did themselves
4: no favor in Miami in regards to Miami, and I mean, I just don't feel bad for him in regards to, to the Miami Dolphins. I mean, we could talk about other teams which which be more applicable, but the, the Miami thing is on him.
2: So, so let's not sign a guy because he wore a Castro T-shirt. Yeah In Miami I yeah. think I like it Okay How's I got to do Playing football Let's not sign you Of are... the four The most talented Of the four Right now I think Cutler Probably had More talent At some point I don't know Where it went Okay But right now Of the four Two of them played in a uh, Super Bowl I, Didn't Cutler Play in a Super Bowl 100 years ago Training Wasn't he your Starting quarterback In Super Bowl 100 years
4: Jay, ago Jake Cutler did no, that Rookie,
2: was no, Sexy Kyle. Rexy. That, that was, that was, that was oh, Sexy Rexy. Rex Grossman, never mind. So, so yeah, yeah, thank you. Sexy thank Rexy. you, Rex Grossman. Thank you. Okay. So, so, of the four, one has played in a recent Super Bowl. One is playing baseball. Who cares? One hasn't thrown Rexy in a quarterback. The Super Bowl five years ago. Yeah, and he's and it, and not in the league anymore, okay? Uh, Kyle orton has been out of the league. Jim Tebow has been out of the league. And let's look at these two guys over – a guy who's thrown a pass in the NFL last season and was in the Super Bowl three seasons ago. And it's still relatively young because he wore a T-shirt that we don't like. And oh, my God. Really? This is NFL, baby. It was
4: for football. It was for football reasons. It is obvious. But he, in addition to not being wait, 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 familiar with the system, can we himself no favors in playing in Miami by wearing a pass
2: Is that not... Hold no, slow down, slow down. What was obvious about it being football reasons? You just said he did him no favors wearing a T-shirt. That's not a football reason. You, The first well, you thing you so, thought... The... Hey, hold on, hold on. You just... See, see, this, uh, the case of, see, this is what you do. It's, uh, you ain't, we ain't even an hour into the show, and this is what you do. And see, I'm not going to let you get away with it. You just said the first thing you talked about was the T-shirt, but then you said it was football reasons. Explain to me what the T-shirt has to do with football. Because it wasn't
4: the ball. No, hits of a false equivalent. This is what happened. The basis of the mining process and this, the process they let out for us by saying these are the three quarterbacks we looked at, Kyle Orton, Tim Tebow, Jay Cutler. Why? Because they played at Adam Gase's system. So we know the football basis. And honestly, guys, if you're saying that they should go outside the football scope just to appease some people who really want to see Kaepernick get signed, then we're no longer talking football.
2: All right, well, first of all, you're putting words in my mouth because I never said that. Second of all, um, to take a quarterback – I mean, this happens all the time. Quarterbacks get signed that don't know a system. This is an experienced, seasoned quarterback, okay? Dak Prescott came in as a rookie last year and had to learn a system with almost no preseason and had to learn a system and took the team to 13-3. and three. What are you talking about, okay? This is a seasoned veteran. You don't think he can come in and learn a system? Guys get traded all the time and have to come in and learn a new system. Happens, it's part of football. So, yes, maybe Adam Gase had a higher comfort level with a Cutler who played two years ago. I'll give him Cutler as a, as a possibility, although we've shot down why Cutlers really shouldn't be. I'll give him Cutler, but only Cutler. Tim Tebow? Tim, who's playing baseball right now? Are you kidding me? Over Colin Kaepernick? Come on, man. There's not – there is zero, zero sense to that. I don't give a damn how good he know. I could know the system. You going to sign me too? Come on. There has to be uh, 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 something with on-field ability here, and you're going to tell me that Tim Tebow can freaking wash Colin Kaepernick's sweat socks? Or Kyle Orton, who hasn't been in the league in, what, two, three years? But you're going to look at those guys and, and – Kaepernick gets dissed because he wore a T-shirt that some considered offensive. I agree it wasn't the smartest move. I agree. I think, I think and I don't know because I don't know Colin Kaepernick. I think it was, it was kind of what I said Jay Cutler should do. You know, Kaepernick's getting – people are giving him a hard time for being an activist, and he's like, okay, you're going to give me a hard time? Here's what I'm going to do. I, I agree it wasn't the smartest move in the world. But if I'm trying to win football games, then I'm going to sit them down. And I'm going to say, hey, look, man, we, we think about signing you, but you can't do this, okay? This is, this, I was saying this is why you're not on the team right here. This was in bad taste, okay? So if you're going to play with us, we've got to have some assurances that you're not going to do this again. And if you do it again, we're going to cut you, okay? We've got an incentive-laden contract here because we need to see that you're not going to do this, You want to kneel on the sideline? That's your right. I could give a damn. But come on, man. You can't be wearing a Castro shirt here. Okay? There's got to be some limits, bro. All right? Are we communicating? Ready to give you a shot, but you got to meet me halfway. Now, here's a playbook. (laughs) Throw them the telephone book, and you got two weeks to learn it. Go to town. Six million. Boom. Done. Sorry. I, I, I get the Jay Cutler thing because he did just play last year and he knows the system. I, I guess for that reason alone, there is some logic to the Jay Cutler thing. Beyond that, there's no logic to anybody else getting a look-see um, over Colin Kaepernick. The guy's being blackballed. He, he, he is being punished because he exercised his constitutional right. And in this country, that should not be okay. And exactly what we stand up and say shouldn't happen is is happening, and it's and it's tragic. It shouldn't be the case. This guy should be on an NFL roster somewhere. You know, see,
0: there's one there's one other person too that should have received a look, and I understand why he probably didn't, but probably should have anyway. And that's Roma. I mean, you talk about an accomplished quarterback. Yeah, he's had some obviously the injury history, but at least at least inquire about it. And I heard nothing about that whatsoever. If you're going to go back and get Cutler because he was coming out of the phone, literally out of the phone booth, out of the, uh, the TV booth, why not talk to Romo too? Heard nothing about that at all. That one I would understand if they went down that path and decided to see if he was going to be interested. But none of that came up.
2: Well, we don't know that that didn't happen just because the press didn't cover it. If, if you watch the Hall of Fame on Saturday night and I didn't watch it live, um, I was out having a fantastic weekend. Um, but we'll talk, about that off, we'll talk about that off the air. But I was having a fantastic weekend. But um, if you watch the uh, Hall of Fame uh, um, enshrinement Saturday night, NFL Network was reporting that the Jay Cutler thing wasn't going to happen. And then Monday it happens. So um, we don't know that they didn't inquire. Tony Romo was at the Hall of Fame with Jerry Jones. They showed him on TV. Sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, the right person walking up to Romo and saying, hey, Tannehill's down. Any interest? Romo's saying, nope. And it, and it ends there. And there's no reporters. There's no coverage. And it's that quick. So I believe it's very possible that it could have tapped Romo. And I think Romo is done unless it's the Cowboys. Romo to me will not come back unless it's the Cowboys, period. So, good point, JP. I'm only saying I don't know that it didn't happen. Um, so
3: all right. uh, uh T, let me just—I I, I won't be long. I promise. I really just have one one player comparison that I need to put out there, just so you understand how egregious the 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 way Kaepernick is being treated. Kaepernick played on the same team with Glenn Gabbard. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, man, we've got them mighty. I I back up.
3: I rest. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Same team. Neither <laughs> one of them. Neither one of them. Neither one of them from a quote-unquote football perspective of just watching them play football. Neither one of them, like, did San Francisco any true favors, but Lane Gabbard is still in the league. You can't explain that one. No. So –
2: no. That's all I want to say. No. I'm good. No. <sighs> yeah, it's almost sad. Um, okay. Um so K Star, did you want to talk about anything in particular or is that gonna be next week topic? What you what we quickly chatted about earlier via text message. Oh, wait a minute. We lost K Star. K Star is back. All right, let's try that again. K-Star the segment right. you wanted you guys to do hear me? is that you, Yeah, K-Star. Did you want to do that segment this week or next week? No,
4: I think we should push it just to, when we get a little closer to the season. I think it makes sense then to maybe probably do a preview in a lot of aspects and not just that particular segment. Okay.
2: That's fine. Um any thoughts on the Hall of Fame? I, I just really I don't really want to talk about the game. It was a preseason game. We don't talk preseason games on the Mad Voice. So if anybody out there wants to talk preseason games, um no. Um but any thoughts on Hall of Fame <laughs> speeches? Um you know, impressions, um, you know, I, I, I will talk about Jerry Jones' speech, but I, I want to defer if anybody has anything else. You guys, any thoughts on any of his speeches? And maybe you don't. I mean, you know, you know. but uh, any, any thoughts? Can I jump in? <clears throat> yep. Um,
4: for, for me, I loved LT's speech. I thought LT's speech was the best of the night. Uh, LT, one of, I'm sure, I don't want to speak for you guys, but probably uh, a lot of people's favorite player or one of the favorite players growing up. Or, or just watch him in general because he's a special talent, but his speech was matched his, his on-field talent. I thought was, um, outside of, of him discussing football, you know, he went into a more unifying aspect to where he was talking about uh, you know, the last name Tomlinson, where it came from, I guess with a, a slave owner some uh, generations ago and his, his great-grandfather, and him bringing it all together in a unification sense and not in a divisive divisive way and I thought it was really awesome I can't quote him word for word, I'd have to see it again but I just remember watching it and thinking to myself, wow first of all, I didn't realize LT was such a good speaker second of all, it was just a really positive message and, and third of all, I actually had I had more respect for him than I even did, which is hard to do because LT was one of the all-time great running backs so I, I really appreciated his speech and I really liked this class obviously the, the one missing is Tor Owens but we've talked about that before But outside of that, the class was great I love this Hall of Fame class
2: yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm I, let me just put it this way. Um TO not being in the Hall of Fame is just ridiculous and if he's not in this coming year, um we should riot, protest, you know, you know, have um start burning down buildings and um, you know, hand grenades and that kind of stuff. Okay, anyway. Um any other thoughts on the um the Hall of Fame?
3: Um I, I didn't get to see as many of the speeches as I want I was trying to get up, get over to Jerry Jones. I did see Taylor Terrell Davis and and LT. Uh, I won't reiterate what uh, what um, K Star just said. Yeah, I, I like the speech also. But just the couple of things I liked in listening to L listening to the Terrell Davis and Jason Taylor is just hearing the players' backstory of how they actually got there. Uh, you no, know, and just hearing them talk about you know, their neighborhood, some of the tragedy that they had to endure and how they just had to make that right decision and not realizing this is where uh it would lead them. And um I I also had a small appreciation for Jason Taylor's speech when he when he talked about, you know, a lot of people will give accolades to their teammates for making them better. But he was one that actually gave accolades to his opponents for making him better as he made a shout out to I think Tom Bragan did some offensive lineman that he had to battle, uh, the season after season. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. I, I enjoyed
2: those. Though, so. Okay. Well, um, I'll just conclude this segment with some brief comments on Jerry Jones. Um, one of the things that I don't understand and, um, K-Star, you'll, you'll appreciate this a little bit. Um, you know, there's a guy in the Madden community named Dynasty, um, another one of the best players to ever, lace him up, if you will. And uh, Dynasty's in Philly, he's a huge Philly fan, and he posts on his Facebook walk Can someone please explain to me why Jerry Jones is going into the Hall of Fame? And some of the Eagle faithful that, that are friends with him would say, Yeah, I was just asking that same question. Um, And and, and this isn't against Dynasty. I I actually happen to like Dynasty a lot. His name is Len. um, And he's actually a good young man. He's got kids now. And I've I've watched a lot of the people in the Madden community, including K-Star, come from being like teenagers and watch them grow into young men and get married and have kids and do a lot of wonderful things. So I'm fond of my relationships that I have with... The, with the players, not only the top players like a dynasty or a K-Star or a problem, or but even some of the, the fledgling guys that just play year after year um, don't really get a lot of notoriety, but they're out there. You know, I just I have a lot of good, strong relationships, and I don't really have anything bad. Even some of the people that I've rivalries with and, and had some battles with, like yo mama, that was me and that guy who was, you know, whoo, but I don't hold no grudges. We've moved on in life, and then I, I got nothing to love from. But that said, that said, if if you call yourself a football fan, how can you question Jerry Jones going to the Hall of Fame? And and more importantly He is an
4: Eagles fan. He is an Eagles fan. Well I was, just, I was just I was just
2: I was just I was just going there, but but you can be an Eagles fan and still know football. And I'm sorry. You're the last – Eagle fans are the last ones that should be questioning Jerry Jones in the Hall of Fame since Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. So you've never, ever won a Super Bowl. So how can you question? And, 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 and that ain't even really the – that's not even the real reason Jerry Jones is in the Hall of Fame. It really isn't the three Super Bowls. It really isn't. It really is a fact that, number one, he bought the team for $140 million, and now the team is worth – $4.28 billion, number one franchise in the world over every sport out there, number one, and has been number one mostly every year over the last several years. So that's one reason. second reason is the reason that these guys like Jay Cutler can make a $10 million contract is because of Jerry Jones, because Jerry Jones is the one that negotiated with Fox and, 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 and ESPN and some of these networks. He was the driving force behind the television, the $10 billion television contract. Jerry Jones, as a businessman, is second to none. He didn't do it all by himself. Please don't anybody start attacking me and thinking I'm drinking the, the cowboy Kool-Aid. He didn't do it by himself. But he challenged the status quo and was the leader when When Tagliabue and and some of the owners were like, I don't think we can do that. Jerry Jones said, why not? Sure we can. Watch us. And football became America's pastime over baseball, which used to be America's pastime. Not anymore. It's football. Number one spectator sport in this country. Now, football's got a long way to go to catch soccer worldwide. I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime, but... You know, I think they've closed the gap some, but soccer's so far ahead, it'll take a long time. But in this country, it's football, period. So, for anybody to question that, I don't give a damn what team you root for. Come on, man, for anybody to question that. Just get your weight up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Come on, man. All you got to do is do a little Google. Follow the damn sport. And, again, this ain't going against Dynasty. I got nothing against them. This is going against anybody who would ask a question and call themselves a football fan. Learn more than your team. Follow the dog on sport. Now, with that said, um, I thought Jerry Jones did okay with his speech. Um, I, I think that Jerry has a talent. Uh, he's a very good public speaker, but he he kind of recreates history just a little bit. Um, there were some things that he said that just weren't true. He talked about Troy Aikman coming out of college and being drafted number one. And, you know, um, and, and how the Cowboys are one and 15, but they knew they had their man. And, 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 and uh, Jimmy Johnson said, you know, we, we, we're going to draft Aikman and we know we have our man, but that really wasn't what happened because Aikman was in a battle with Steve Walsh back then. So they didn't know they had their man because they had Steve Walsh and Steve Walsh played for Jimmy Johnson in Miami. So they didn't know what they were going to do. They went and got Aikman, but they also had Walsh. So how all of a sudden, oh, we drafted Aikman, and he was our man. Uh, no. And if you watch it, the camera is on Troy, and Troy's just sitting there straight face. No smile. I mean, Troy's probably thinking, uh, yeah, y'all made me work for this after I was drafted number one. So what are you talking about? So that wasn't completely correct. And then to say, well, I love me some Tony Romo. To say that Tony Romo had more weight on his shoulders with less to work with than any Dallas quarterback in history, I don't think is true either. I mean when Troy Aikman joined the team, Dallas was one of fifteen. Now granted they did some things, traded Herschel Walker, whatever, made some moves, but when Aikman joined the team, his first season they were one and fifteen. Romo never had a one of fifteen season. Okay. Romo had, you know, thirteen and three season in two thousand and seven. Well he became the starter in two thousand and six. So it's just, it's just, I'm sitting there and he's just, you know, Jerry, don't recreate for us. Cowboy fans that follow the team and bleed blue and silver. We know the history, bro. Don't sit up there and recreate it. I know you're the owner. You are the Dallas Cowboys, but come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do that. You're cheapening. What is an award that you should, that you deserve. And I'm happy for you and I'm happy for your family. And, 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 and I think, I think I'm in a rare position to think that you've been a great owner. I defend him all the time. I don't think he's. I don't. I think he's the owner and he's the general manager and everything he does is within his job title, because it's his team. If I own the team and if I want to be on the sideline every game, tell me I can't be. My team means he can do whatever the heck he wants. Period. So congratulations, Jerry Jones, and nice touch that all the Dallas the whole team was there. To support their owner. I like that. I mean, I, I, cool. I, I thought, that, I thought that was a very nice touch. I don't know whose idea that was. I don't know how that transpired, but I just thought that that was a nice touch. Um, so kudos, kudos to the Cowboys organization on that one. All right, last topic of the night, and this is a, we them boys. Is, we are them boys, man. Look out! Back up. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I want us to get more into this next week. I want a week to digest this list and really rip it apart, but I want to touch on it tonight because I've got, I've got a huge problem with this list. So the Undefeated, which is a, I believe it was Derek Jeter, I believe was kind of the driving force behind the Undefeated. Um, and if you guys know more, please correct me, but I believe Derek Jeter was one of the driving force. Um, it is by athletes for athletes. And so they did a poll of the top 50 Black athletes of all time Okay And some very impressive names That you would expect to see on this list Are on this list um, and, and certainly this is This is great barbershop talk This is great uh, Sports debate show talk and, and you know We can go round and round on Who should and shouldn't be on And absolutely think that there's a lot of merit To a lot of these names on this list And with any list you know, when you start saying top five, you know, uh, um, you know running backs and, and, and of all time, and then you leave someone off and you say, okay, well, what about this guy? Who would you take off? That's the debate that a lot of people like to have, okay? Um, and there's a lot of debate we can do on this list. And I really I want to make sure we give this list its proper respect because even though we are a football show. This is sports. And there are a number of football players on this list. And, you know, should they all be there? For instance, just food for thought. We're going to talk about this this week. I want to talk about one particular item. But, you know, you've got Earl Campbell on this list, right? He's 48. Barry Sanders, 44. You know, Walter Payton, 12. Emmett Smith, 19. So Barry Sanders is just above Earl Campbell. That's the kind of thing I want to talk about. Should Barry Sanders? And Barry Sanders is after Herschel Walker. So Herschel Walker is actually higher on the list than Barry Sanders? Really? And then Bo Jackson's ahead of both of them. Jim Brown is the middle of the list at 30. Jim Brown. So I'm just not sure that I like... 30. 30. Jim Brown, 30. Nice. Gail Sayers, 20. So... I think we need a week because it just came out. We need a week to digest it. And we can talk about the other athletes, too. You got Carl Lewis, you got Michael Johnson, you got Bill Russell, George Foreman. You know, we can talk Flo, Flo Joe, who was, was one of my favorites. Uh, as JB and I were big track uh, stars in our prospective time period. So, you know, there's some track athletes on here and other sports, Jesse Owens. Um, but um, here's the name. And, yes, it was talked about on one of the shows today, and I didn't believe it till I actually looked. But um, And for the record, Michael Jordan was number one, um, Jackie Robinson number two, Muhammad Ali number three. Um, in my opinion, and this wasn't where I was going, but I'm going to go where I'm going, and Jay knows where I'm going. I'm going to go there in a minute. Uh, in my opinion, any list of all-time great black athletes starts and ends with Muhammad Ali, period. And the discussion um, I love Michael Jordan. There is no bigger Michael Jordan fan than myself. My brother's a huge Michael Jordan fan as well. He's got a tattoo on his shoulder of Michael Jordan. We grew up loving Michael Jordan, but not over Muhammad Ali. My brother's got a picture with Muhammad Ali. Okay, But we'll save that for next week, and I'll let, I'll let Jay dive into that a little bit because I know he's a big Jordan and Ali fan, and I'll let Jay dive into that as well next week. But why is Tiger Woods not on this list? Why, if you're talking about the top 50 black athletes of all time, how do you not have Tiger Woods? Now, now, let me just put this in some context. Tiger Woods is not on this list. Gabby Douglas and Simone Biles are eight and nine. They're not only on the list, they're in the top 10 black athletes of all time. Now, I ain't got no problem with gymnastics, but these two young ladies are in the top 10, and Tiger Woods isn't even on the list. Transcended athletes like Flojo 33, Jim Brown, 30, Wilt Chamberlain, 26, Bill Russell, 36. Dr. J, 17. Shaq, 16. Did Kobe make the list? Simone Biles, 8. Gabby Douglas, 9.
4: Did uh, Kobe or LeBron make the list?
2: LeBron is 30. Uh, Where's LeBron? 29. And. Uh, huh. That's one of the two right.
4: names I'm surprised
2: at. Do they really omit sir?
4: the Black Mamba from this list?
2: Uh, you know, you know, I gotta tell you. You're uh, right. I, You know, K-Star, kudos, brother. That's a great catch. I didn't even... Okay, so now I have two names <laughs> <laughs> that I am equally appalled over yep. that aren't on this list. You got Steph Curry on this list. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Hey, Steph Curry's hey, on this there's
1: list.
0: Another there's another one that um, you're forgetting about. I'm surprised I didn't even bring it up.
2: Bring it. Talk to me. Time, time, time Oh, uh, time. yeah, I, I was about to ask about Deion if he was on,
4: Oh, wow.
2: Wow. Well, well, you know, yeah. and, and, and here we go. And, and you know what? This brings me to another name. Time time is another one. So now we got three. I got a fourth name for you. Floyd Money Mayweather? 49 and 0. And he's not on this list. I don't give a damn whether you like him or not. I don't give a shit whether you like him or not. He's 49 and 0. It's only been done one other time in history. And he's not on this list. Sugar Ray's on this list. Love me some Sugar Ray Leonard. Yep. But Floyd Money. So now we got four. I still think, although primetime should be on this list too. I, 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 you know, and, and you get into who would you take off? Um, yeah, um, Isaiah Thomas, I'd take him off. You know, he was he was yeah. a very That's good a big four.
4: By the way, those are those are some of the greatest. Forget black athletes; those are some of the greatest athletes of all time. Like, damn.
2: Well, K Star, and and, and, and and thank you because and and uh, you know you guys are real uh, you know what I am so glad to be back with you guys because you guys are on point tonight. You guys are sharper than me. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little catching up. I'm playing catch up, but you guys are on point. You're right. Those are names. Forget race. Forget color. Those yeah. are some of the athletes in the history of sports, and they're not on this list. Uh uh-huh. I mean
0: when I when I looked at this list and I saw that. That prime time was omitted. I'm like, are you serious? You've got a guy that was not only just a two-way player, but he was—he had a few good seasons at the major league level back in 92 was his best year. At one point, led the league in triples, had like 56 stolen bases in, in almost 100 games or something like that. And to have that kind of – we're talking about athletes, and we're talking about the, the, the inspiration, impact on society, the dominance. The most feared cornerback in the NFL, and not to mention – to play some some uh some baseball too. Only one to play in a Super Bowl and a World Series,
2: and you gonna leave that
0: dude off the list, for
2: real? I just wonder if the impact on society, because you you get to you know obviously we know, but see you put Michael Jordan at number one. Well, no, Michael Jordan had it uh, financially. I mean, he he opened yeah. up a lot of doors. Um, so yeah, I you know I'm just wanting to dominance inspiration, um. Impact on society. I'm just wondering if the impact Yeah, what's the criteria? Society. Yeah, well, uh, I, I just I, what, what I, I'll just read Barry this real quick. This and, and
0: nothing against Barry, but what impact did Barry Sanders have on society?
2: Right. And no, I I agree. What Earl Campbell? What impact did Earl Campbell have on on society? Um, each athlete was ranked on four factors: overall ranking, dominance, inspiration, and impact on society. So. Those were the Tiger. Uh, oh, this
4: Tiger Woods, this, uh, Tiger Woods I mean, one's really bothersome because see, I don't remember a more inspirational golfer in my lifetimes growing up. Well, and and
2: when you when you break when you break it down to race and how blacks weren't even allowed to play in yeah. white clubs, and now this guy's going in and dominating, you know, in country clubs where his father couldn't even play at. And his father is now going back into these places where he couldn't play at as a young man and watching his son dominate. I mean, is there any impact on better bigger impact on society than that in a sport that's not considered African-American friendly? And how many how many black, including myself, got an interest in golf because I watched Tiger Woods because Tiger Woods to me was the Michael Jordan of golf. And made me pick up some clubs and say, "Man, let me get out here and swing this, swing these." I wasn't good. I wasn't good at all. As a matter of fact, I stunk. I stunk real bad, real bad, terrible.
4: But I still went on trying to
2: play. And what's
4: most entertaining about it to me, I mean, as a white guy here, is that not only was he, he made fans of the detractors who try to, who try to like, you know, suggest that oh, there's no place for that, but then also, and then also, he helped make them money off him. He was his own brand. He made, I mean, geez, like, again, not even like a, a for a black, uh, black golfer, for, for all fans, like all athletes, like, he was one of the most inspirational athletes, period. And that's crazy for him to be admitted off the list because I don't know what checkbox he didn't meet of that of the four that they listed, but he was uh, one of the most inspirational athletes ever. I forget, again, the, the, the black thing, just overall, like, that's wow.
2: Yeah, so, I uh, mean. Uh, <laughs>
0: He made golf for, for black Americans. He made golf mainstream but for black. Because prior to, well, wasn't nobody really paying attention. We were playing basketball, baseball, football. That's, that's what we were looking at. But once we saw him, folks moved to the TV, they were interested in watching him because he was playing. He's the one that opened it up and made golf for us mainstream. You got to put him on the list somewhere. I mean, that's just an atrocity.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, and the other thing I think, um, you know, um, and and I don't have a problem mentioning first take or or, uh, Undisputed. I don't really watch Undisputed as much anymore. I've just kind of had enough of Skip Bayless. He's just he's just a joke. And then, you know, and then yesterday, Chris Carter comes out and says, um, Ezekiel Elliott will be getting a suspension in the next two days. And then Goodell has to come out and say, Chris Carter, what he's talking about. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just, that, that show's just irritating me. But um, the, the, point, the, the point that I was trying to make is Max Kellerman made a very eloquent um, argument for Jesse Owens being. I'm sorry, not Jesse Owens. Forgive me. Although, Jesse Owens, you know, I, 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 I would say Jesse Owens should certainly be higher on this list. But um, Joe Lewis, you know, when you talk about impact of society, you know, these are two guys that had a great impact um, on, on the world stage and making the United States relevant. And when I look at this list, and I, you know, I have no problem with Michael Jordan being in the top ten. I have no problem with Jackie Robinson being in the top ten. Muhammad Ali being in the top ten. Willie Mays being in the top ten. Um, Jesse Owens is five, probably should be higher. Um, Serena Williams, top ten, no. On the list, yes. Top ten, no. Uh, Hank Aaron, on the list yes top 10 no Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas on the list I guess top 10 no and then Jerry Rice as number 10 um would I put Jerry Rice overall ahead of Jim Brown no I just wouldn't do it because Jim Brown also was an activist so when you talk about impact on society you can't you now you've got to look at a jim brown a bill russell a wilt chamberlain and some of these athletes that that used their celebrity to also affect society jerry rice did not do that he was the greatest wide receiver ever and arguably can make a case to be the greatest football player ever because i my case has been he's so far above everyone else where we talk about Tom Brady, he's maybe ahead, maybe like a, a, a smidgen ahead of Joe Montana. And Jerry Rice is just so far ahead of T.O. and Randy Moss and and some of these other great, great um, receivers. I could make an argument that he's the greatest football player of all time. I cannot make an argument, however, that when you take impact on society, that Jerry Rice should be number one over over some of these other, you know, Jim Brown? No. (laughs) Jim Brown's out there today at 80 years old, still, you know, being an activist. Where's Jerry Rice? Doing commercials. You know what I mean? I I, I just, you know, so I I see a lot of flaws in the list. Um, I see a lot of debate on this list. Um, But my number one, my number one flaw, and I think primetime this list, I think Floyd Money Mayweather should definitely be on this list, Um, top 20 to me um but to leave off the list completely tiger woods is just egregious it's it's just it's just i can't even the words i can't find the words it's ridiculous it's just ridiculous um so i think next week ladies and gentlemen we're gonna really dig deep i asked my co-host to take some time and 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 you know rip this list apart and find out you know, who's missing other than the names we named. Are there others that should be on this list? And who's on this list maybe that shouldn't be on this list? Let's call it out there. Should the Admiral David Robinson be on this list? I, I don't know. Should Larry Fitzgerald be on this list? You know, What did Larry Fitzgerald do that T.O., Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison, Chris Carter, and some of these other guys did? And they're not on this list, but Larry Fitzgerald is? I, 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 I got I got I got questions here now I'm not sure about that so I think next week we're going to dive into this we'll take a little bit more in the you know take see what's the latest news in preseason we're not going to talk about the games but we will talk about any important signings this week it was Jay Cutler who knows what it'll be next week so um with that said any final comments guys uh let's start with Dr. Train uh, he's been kind of quiet Dr. Train any last words final comments
3: Oh man, I wish I wrote them down. <laughs> I had a short thing on everything that we we covered. But uh, first of all, let me say, lastly say, with the colony cap, uh, with uh um, with cap situations, I'm not being in the league. This is one of those times where it kind of, it almost, I love, I really do love football. It's like the one sport that I will continue to watch. But it's it's really disappoint, disappointing for the people to actually own the own the. I'm really disappointed in the people that actually own the teams. Don't know any of them personally, and probably don't really care to know any of them personally. But uh, to see in the media, and the media is not always wrong, but some of this stuff is coming from the owners. It's just like wow, like the dude really just tried to stand up for something um, that was important, which LT tried to link to. And by not, if owners are blocking and not giving him a shot, speaks volumes to how much you care about the situation that he was trying to um, stand up for or protest about. Um, That's it, man.
2: See y'all next week. (laughs) All right. um, JB, any final words?
0: Well, it's going to be interesting just to see kind of the piggyback off of what Dr. Tran was saying. I think he and even um, UK Star mentioned, we hate to see it, but we know injuries are part of the game. So it's going to be curious to see who may get hurt or be out for an extended period of time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when and to who. So at that point, it'll be interesting to see if uh, the catch name is going to come up again. It's something obviously that everybody to watch and pay attention to. So. Uh, obviously more to come. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen.
2: All right. And uh, bring us home, K-Star.
4: Man, I'm about to cut me off. Jeez. Um. <laughs> yikes. All right. Uh, listen, I missed you guys, so I'm happy to be back, first and foremost. And, um, listen, I hope that our teams stay healthy in training camp. It's, I really don't want to Miami Dolphin situation for any of our team starters at all, any of them. So I'm just hoping for health and, uh, looking forward to football, just looking forward to discussing, engaging with you guys and, and going about the process of the season and, uh, love you guys.
2: All right. Well, I love all you guys too. Nothing beats the show when all four of us are on point. Um, and 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 I think I think based on the numbers I see, the, the 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 world loves it when all four of us are on point. So um, you know we, here we are for another season, another great season of football coming up. Uh, I hope everyone understands preseason is it's preseason for us too. We're just getting back into this after a long long break. And um, each show we we will strive to get better and better. If you like the show, um, you know tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell me and I'll make it better. You can catch us on Twitter. You can catch us on Facebook. And uh, make sure you check it out every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. on the East Coast, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. So, that said, for Dr. Train, for K-Star, and for JP, I want to thank everybody for joining the Madden Voice. We will be back here again next Tuesday night, 9 p.m. And remember, on the Madden Voice, as in the NFL, especially in Miami these days, (laughs) All feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody.